When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Morning, everyone. It is four past six. We're in the Tokyo Depot studio. And it's a very big Friday, thanks to Kubota. We're powered by Kubota. Take on any job with Kubota's mowers, tractors, and land pride attachments. Because after seven o'clock, we will play the interview we did yesterday after our show with Rhea Ripley and Triple H. Now, they are WWAE royalty. One is a legend of the sport. Yeah. He's now the senior content producer. And Rhea Ripley's uh, a young Aussie uh, wrestler who is carving out an amazing career for WWE. We are at Optus Stadium in the Tookie Depot studio out overlooking the Camfield and the Southern mm. Oval side where there is going to be an activation today Free for the public to Big come. stage. Big Ma- stage. Massive stage and plenty going on here at the Optus Stadium over the next couple of days, the Elimination Chamber. We both came in to that interview yesterday. Well, I was keen as anything. <laughs> Mate, don't lie to me. Don't lie to our friends. I had no interest whatsoever in the WWE. No, that's correct. And... I really had to convince you to stay back a bit late. Well, they were 40 minutes late for the interview, first and foremost. So they had huge well. media demands. That didn't go down well, though. No, it didn't go down well. well punctuality is the politeness of kings. An entourage of about 30, and they're all little. <laughs> they were. They were angry manager. I'll tell you. But wait until you hear the interview after seven. Well. I got converted. Oh, did you what? You fanboyed like there's no tomorrow. You were up and about. I didn't really get along with Rhea. Um, there were some issues. We'll find out what they are after 7 o'clock for um, that interview. But I've also managed... Another girl I've turned off me. It's all right. That happens. secure. You wouldn't want to get on the wrong side, let me tell you. <laughs> Do everything right there. If she said, be home, if you're going out there and she said, be home at 12, you'd be home at 10 too. <laughs> no, you're right you wouldn't now. go out. <laughs> you wouldn't. And Triple H, 14 uh, time world champion. He's a legend. He is lovely. He's a legend. Absolutely lovely. Hey, did you say you managed to get tickets? I have got tickets. From? I tell you who they're from. They're actually from a very close friend of mine in the uh, media stroke harness racing industry <laughs> who messaged me at 10 past 12 this morning to say he's already got tickets but has come into tickets, and he thinks it would be better used to give away 
Oh, nice. To a young family who would like three on the floor. Stop it. Yes, on the floor. In fact, in fact, in the ring. <laughs> you're in the ring. You are in the pod. <laughs> you're in the you're in the ring, and you're gonna go toe to toe. So we'd like to congratulate Roy. Roy, what are Roy? You won the tickets, right? So get your backside over here. You're in. <laughs> Thirteen, twelve, fifty-five. How do you get those tickets? You simply text zero four eight seven seven three six seven three six your name and elimination chamber. That's all you have to do. Elimination chamber. It's we so will cool. get your details and we will email you the tickets. Zero four eight seven seven three six seven three six. Now, with the words elimination chamber and who you are, and you will go in the running for those three tickets. On the floor, apparently that's close and really cool, and you will be right up close and personal to the Elimination Chamber mm. at the Stadium tomorrow night. Close enough to possibly get some blood and sweat splashed on you. 0487-736-736 is the number. Ah. Today is Mastermind. <laughs> Looking forward to it. And uh, Mike from Palmyra is coming to talk about elimination chambers. So perfect timing by Mike. I'm interested to see his knowledge. And now that you're converted, you would have been all over it all night. So I'm looking forward to those questions. But I'll tell you, when you wake up on a Friday, Friday's just the best day of the week, no doubt about it. You're up and about. You wake up. And then especially to wake up because you've got a golf day on today. So I'm even more excited about that. But then to walk into this beautiful studio and to see... The most thoughtful gift on your desk from you, my great mate. There's a packet of Venetians sitting there. And if you haven't been converted, <laughs> if I haven't converted you to Venetians yet, let me just listen to this. Indulgent white chop covering a delicious melt-in-your-mouth biscuit baked with real currants, a sophisticated classic. If I haven't converted you, go get yourself some right now. Thank you, mate. Something good happened to you yesterday because I'm the king. it was just a gift out of nowhere. I was at my local this morning to get uh, something This morning? Else. Yep. What's open at this time? Yeah, 24-7. What? There's a shop in Perth that's 24-7. Supermarket shop. Really? Yep. Can I say good grocer? Butter my biscuits. Yeah, it's too late now. I've said it. Yeah, good grocer in the, in the hood. Unbelievable. Uh, I'm just getting uh, I'm getting some coverage in the hood, so I thought I'd just go to my hood. Yeah. All right. You're getting some coverage in your can't, hood. Can't say too much. Uh, Clayton Trevor. Oh, man, with two first names. Uh, always not a huge fan of that type of stuff. But anyway, he'd like to go into the Elimination Chamber opportunity. Harlem, John from Woodvale, formerly Greenwood, now Dianella. Yeah, he claimed to have a choice in it. <laughs> Jason wants to go in the draw. Mike from Palmyra wants to go in the draw. Tomo says, how much money are you paying to take these WW tickets? No, no, we're on board. Tara now, we're on board. Goss, are you catching up with Kane while he's over there to see the WWE? Dave? Is he? Kane here. Oh, he must be flying in uh, after his He's just done the show. He's just finished the other Where's show. Where's his chopper going to land? Hey? Where's his chopper going to land? <laughs> he didn't chop it from the airport to here. He's running. Uh, <laughs> and Kilp, uh, McCafe Coffee Chat Barista made ice cold drive through for your ice coffee favourites at McCafe. So just repeating what we have. So let's just take stock. <laughs> oh, I know who that is. Let me just have a look at it. <laughs> who wrote that? Come on, my screen's not working. I just came out of the elimination chamber. Would give it 10 minutes before anyone goes in there, though. (laughs) 
Dad from Lansdale. Yeah. Toilet humour on a Friday. He wants to go in the draw. Mick Kane from Mandura. G'day, Mickey. That was Tomo. Good on you, Tomo. All right. So what we have got, this is what this is what our show looks like this morning. Okay. <laughs> After 6.30, we do have uh, Jordan Russell from the Carlton Football Club. He is going to join us, of course, because Carlton played yesterday. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're going to be chatting with Jordan Russell. Are you going to be some side this year? Yeah, it's going to be different for them, though, because there's going to be expectation and there's also going to be other clubs that have probably scouted them a little bit, a little better. Probably, but um, the expectation's always high, Carlton. If they're, let me tell you, if they're one and four, then they'll be, um, yeah, the usuals will come from the outside and pot them and scream and demand a new coach and new CEO and a new president and everything. But just if you hadn't learned anything from last year, just stay fat and you'll be okay. Mike from Palmyra from Mastermind. After 7 o'clock, our interview we did yesterday with Triple H and Rhea Ripley. It's slow on the butt there, mate. Caught you. <laughs> and all Freo Dockers fans, we haven't forgotten about you because we have high expectations of the team. And Michael Walters will be joining us after 7.30. Sun, sun. sun, sun. All righty. Is he into season 16, is it? Is it 16? What's that? Is he into season oh, 16? Possibly. Possibly. Been phenomenal, hasn't he? The he's, been, he's been a, a wonderful story, and he's a wonderful mentor to a lot of the uh, younger players coming through that football club. Absolutely brilliant. Where hey, yesterday on the show, start again? Hey? where did he start? Midvale. Where did he play? Oh, I'm thinking, pretty sure he's this one. This week's boy. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Champion. Another one. Yep. Uh, Sunset made his debut in 2009. Oh. Alrighty. Uh, just uh, yesterday on the show, we spoke with Hamish Brayshaw uh, about all things him in the off-season, expectation of East Perth, uh, the Eagles and Dockers playing this weekend. Has he done us again? He's done us again. He has, but, <laughs> no, but, but I think there's an excuse here right now. So we did ask him and touch on repeated times in regards to the future of his brother Angus at Melbourne. Now... We're just going to play you a snippet, a bit of a montage of that conversation. So in case you missed it, this is our conversation with Hamish Brayshaw yesterday, touching on the situation with his brother Angus. This was prior to 8 o'clock, prior to 8 o'clock our time. You know, there's a lot of pressure in the background for his uh, post-footy health. So he's still got some decisions to make. Nothing's really been written in stone yet, so it's, um, you know, we'll see how that goes. Can I get your, uh, your genuine thoughts on, on what you think as his brother he should be doing, or do you not want to enter that space? Oh, mate, look, uh, to be honest, I, I, whatever is better for him, I, I think it's a tough one because, you know, if, if, he's given a, if he's given a green light to play, then he can play. Um, it's just hard because he's got, obviously, he's, uh, he's engaged to Danielle Frawley, and there's a lot of history with the Frawley family, and you know, he's had a history of this. So whether or not it, uh, whether or not he keeps going and gets another one, who knows what's going to happen down the line. So personally and selfishly as a brother, I'd like him to be, you know, probably conservative. He's played 160-odd games and he's won a flag. But at the same time, if he does get the all-clear to go ahead, then, um, you know, why wouldn't he want to... Why wouldn't he keep playing it? What do you make of that? I think he's finished. Uh, yeah, well, it does sound like that's probably the way he's leading. Um... Angus Brayshaw is absolutely closer to the end. And I and I loved hearing Hammer's uh, thought process that, hey, I care about his welfare post-footy. So that was our chat yesterday. And literally one minute after going off air, the announcement came through that Angus Brayshaw had notified his teammates that he was retiring. Now, we contacted Hammer straight away and he said, mate, 
Angus hadn't told the playing group, or hadn't been given when, he went, work, when yep. he went to air, and we respected that. So for a lot of people... Absolutely who, fair enough too. We've had a few people pile on say, oh, you know, he didn't tell you the truth, but I think you've got to understand the situation. There is a protocol when a player, and it's your brother, hasn't told the playing group of the decision to retire, especially with what's been going on at the Melbourne Football Club. I think we owed it to Hammer to allow him some freedom to speak oh, and give too much away. So, no, no, he's done nothing wrong there. And no. you know what? He spoke um, passionately as a brother, didn't he? Not a... Um not a supporter of footy or anything like that as a brother and uh, did it perfectly well. You, every right and you'd be any player would be filthy if family or someone else leaked information that, um, you know, that they were of that magnitude before they'd told their teammates and their brothers at the football club. Daryl from Kingsley's interested in the WWE draw, so keep them coming. 0487736736. I've got three tickets to WWE on the floor. Apparently, that's really good. They don't give you a chair or anything. You just got to lie <laughs> on, on the, the floor. floor or sit on the floor. Yeah, just bring some cards. <laughs> And our interview with Rhea Ripley and Triple H is after 7 o'clock. Jordan Russell from the Carlton Football Club. Big day for the Blues yesterday. And also Michael Walters is going to join us. Now, in simple terms, uh, I've got a major announcement to make. I've got a major... Thank you. Does it involve you or you? It involves me. Does it involve real estate? It does not involve real estate. Does it involve... um, you are taking on a high executive role at the West Coast Eagles. Why? <laughs> <laughs> the West Coast Eagles. <laughs> have you joined the board? No. Does this involve us? It involves us. We'll take a break and come back. If you're oh an boy. SEN fan, I SEN breakfast fan. Well, I've been in strong negotiation for a long period of time. And half of who? I am SEN. I am SEN. Thank you. So when I negotiate, I negotiate on behalf of the team. I will carry you to the top of the mountain if you stick with me. If you're not prepared to be on the ride, (laughs) jump off and I'll get somebody else. (laughs) No one else is putting up with you, mate. All right? I'm the only one in the state. (laughs) And I'd like to see you carry me anywhere. (laughs) 13, 12, 55, 0487 736 736. A major announcement for our SEN family that not even Scott, Chris, or Lois know about. Sorry, boys. I ha- I've been told I've got to sit on it until I announce it. Does it change my life in any way? Oh, it changes. You bet you it will change your life. <laughs> we'll take a break, come back. On this day, oh, on this day is continuing. Thank that is you. not the announcement. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've got 10% of my mind says it's going to be something really good. The other 90 is strap yourself in. Hang in there. Okay. On this day, I see clearly. Birthdays, events, and some of the great moments in history. It's on this day. Thanks to Baron O'Day because the little things are everything. Today is 23rd. It is Friday, the 23rd of February. Happy birthday if you're celebrating a birthday. Peter Fonda was born on this day in 1940. But I've never touched nothing that my spirit could Easy rider, son of Henry Fonda, of course, brother of Jane and father of Bridget. 
Yeah, Dennis Hopper, and he, an easy rider in 1969. Peter Fonda, born in this day in 1940. He passed away in 2019. Were you a fan of um, Home Improvement? Hello, um, neighbour. Oh, I'm... Yeah, with um, yeah, absolutely. Tim the with, with, with Wilson. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, Patricia Richardson is seventy three. Jim Taylor. Yeah. Wife patient lady. Very patient. <laughs> yep. There you go. That was uh, a great show. It was. Yeah. An owl. Was Was it a great show? Um. Actually, better you know than what? average. Yeah, it was better than average. Yeah. It wasn't a great show, but it was it was, it was viewing. It was yeah. You walked away having enjoyed it. For those who are talk, thinking about, we're talking about Patricia Richardson, Home Improvement. It's her birthday today. Uh, Josh Gad, he's uh, his birthday today. And if you want to know who Josh Gad is, he's a US actor, comedian, and voiceover, best known for this. Hi everyone, I'm Olaf, and I like warm hugs. And you are? I'm Anna. Did Elsa build you? Yeah. Why? Do you know where she is? Fascinating. Yeah, why? Do you think you could show us the way? Yeah, why? I'll tell you why. We need Elsa to bring back Summer. Summer? Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't know why, but I've always loved the idea of summer and sun and all the right, enough. Why enough? Yeah, that was, that was a lot. <laughs> Olaf, the voice of Olaf. Yeah, he was... Wow. <laughs> Frozen. <laughs> um... Someone else's birthday, Tommy Lewis's birthday today. Are you a friend of Tommy Lewis? Tommy Lewis? Yeah, otherwise known as Tommy Little, the yes. comedian. Yeah, yeah, good mate of mine, Tommy Little. Yeah. I asked my dad what he wanted to do when he was a kid, and he said this was the dream. He wanted to work hard, save up, buy a house, start a family. That was the dream. Work hard, save up, buy a house, start a family. For me, for my generation, houses are so expensive that the dream has kind of changed. Right? For people my age or younger, the dream is more work hard, party harder, wait for your parents to die, take their house. Tommy Little, it's his birthday today. Great man, Tommy Little. Does a mountain of stuff for uh, for charity and uh, he's just a great bloke. Big pies, man. 39 today. Indian Pacific Train Service made its first journey across Australia on this day in 1970. Farlap race for the first time on this day in 1929. Kicked on. And on this day in 1974, Billy Joel released this version of an absolute banger. Absolute classic. Billy Joel, yep. this day, 23rd day of February, released Piano Man. Have I told you my Piano Man story from yeah. Hamilton Island? Tim Gunn. <laughs> We've actually got on the list. So there was only four of us, right? Oh, there was only four of us yeah. in, the, in the hotel at uh, the time. Can I just cut him down? It was five to 12. Yeah, play know? the Piano Man, Mr. Piano Man. I don't know it. Move on. What else have you got? <laughs> it wasn't as simple as that. <laughs> we were the only ones in the oh, place. Oh, we know. Bradley was there, and Bradley goes... Across the room in the hotel at 5 to 12 on the Hamilton Island, the guys playing the piano were the only ones there. Hey, mate, you can't uh, give us a bit of a rendition of the piano, man. Right, there's only us. There's only well, us in it. And what do you say? He reaches into the microphone and goes, oh, I'm very sorry, I don't know the piano. <laughs> Who else? How many people were in there? There was no one else in there. And where were you? Uh, it was at Hamilton Island. Oh, wow. So he was playing piano. That's a story. Anyway, we walked out. Did you? Fair enough. <laughs> what a... Ball theory, that. <laughs> <laughs>
Move on, who else? ACDC filmed a clip for this absolute classic in Melbourne, 1976. Toto won six Grammy Awards on this day in 1983. Listen to this. Mobile phones first went on sale in Australia on this day in 1987. A car-mounted or bag phone went on sale for $4,250. Seriously, Optus and Vodafone joined the market in 1992, and in 1994, one million customers had a mobile phone. Wow. Then, wow. Those big car phones and the bag phone. Oh, you do your back in carrying one of those. The <laughs> brick. Perth recorded its highest January temperature on this day in 1991. Considering it's February 23rd, it's a strange time to be. That's what it said. Yeah, but that, back then, back then it took them a while to get the forecast out. Probably. Yeah. Probably. Uh, Sedona Bradman on this day, a baggy green cap was auctioned in Melbourne for an undisclosed figure. It was bought by an anonymous businessman in London in 2003. This is a beauty, Scotty. This is something I'd like you to do. Mm-hmm. Tom Cetus of Germany held his breath for 16 minutes and 13 oh. seconds in a swimming pool in Spain in 2008. I call bollocks. In a swimming pool? Mm-hmm. What, so he, oh, he was just standing at it? In the shallow end. His <laughs> hand <laughs> <And> went... <gasps> <laughs> Carlos Santana no won eight Grammys on this day. Barrett and O'Day, don't miss out on the little moments because the little things are minutes. everything. Have a try. Okay. Put a clock on, please. Scotty, on the count of three. One, two, three. Scotty and Goss, men at work on this day, won the Grammy for Best New Artist, 82. News is next, and then a big announcement just around the corner. Scotty. You've only got 15 minutes and 30 seconds to go. <laughs> this is Scotty and Goss, SEM Breakfast. <laughs> Toto. a dog? Wasn't Toto in A Wizard of Oz? Wasn't yeah, that was the, the dog. Yeah. yeah. Have you finished breathing? Yeah. <laughs> He's still with us. Yeah, I, got, I almost beat his... He did 16 minutes and 13 seconds. <laughs> I, I almost beat his 13 seconds. <laughs> Breakfast powered by Kubota. Take on any job with Kubota's mowers, tractors and land pride attachments. That can't be true. No one can hold their breath for 16 minutes. I can. Not Aquaman. There's no way you could be silent for 16 minutes. There's just it's no way that you, that you would know that you could hold your breath for 16 minutes because you've never tried. Big announcement, big announcement, big announcement. Oh, you're making me edgy. I've got a big announcement on behalf of, of all of us here. Now, poor old Chris doesn't know what it is. No idea. Lois is under a rock. He doesn't know what it is. 
And you oh, keep I'm, asking. I'm under the I'm under lowers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> that doesn't sound right. <laughs> well, there's nothing wrong with that. Well, After seven o'clock, we've got uh, speaking of that Ray Ripley. He dropped a rock right down like that. And uh, and Triple H <laughs> from our interview yesterday. It was good fun, wasn't it? Oh, it was great. That was the entourage. Yeah. I've never seen more people in this office. No. Yeah, like, Actually, and I mean their own staff. Our own staff. They've never rocked up that early. Never been that early. No. I've never seen Jimmy Williams actually look productive. <laughs> he was putting on a show, wasn't he? Yeah. Walking around like he was busy. For his nephews. Up, Jimmy. For his nephews. Yeah. 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 Anyway. Like Jimmy walking around uh, with a folder we, in your hand. Yeah, we have got the t- I have got the tickets. I have got the tickets to the Elimination Chamber. Oh, here we go. Oh, oh, elimin- oh, I, Chris has sorted me out here, but I said, we got a text here from Lewis from Dianella. It says, Elimination Chamber, Lewis from Dianella, send. <laughs> and I went, jeez, he's not very polite. <laughs> Special dimension. I reckon he's done the voice to text. Uh, elimination well, Chamber, Lewis from so. Dianella, send. All righty. So if you Siri's want. Siri's got to cut off the If you can send. go and use these tickets. If you can't use them, don't take them. And when you can't on gift them. That's the big challenge. Oh, I'm coming from you. Huh? <laughs> oh, 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 all of a sudden, oh, you don't like your gifts me on gifted, don't you? Well, don't do it yourself. 0487 736 736. If you wish to go to the WWE, I have the three tickets right in front of me right now and we will get them to you to go to and be on the floor that doesn't sound good, but apparently it is really good at the Elimination Chamber tomorrow night. And the big announcement... Mm. I'll wait for the announcement because we're going to okay. do this. Because Jordan Russell is waiting oh. from the Carlton Football Club and also Mastermind. I think Michael I know the Palmer. announcement. I think I know the announcement. <laughs> it loves that theme. This is chaos. This is chaos. Why does that three... just play, Lois? Hang on, What's hang going on? on? We've got three themes going. We've got this one, Mastermind. <laughs> play it again. We've got the big announcement theme. That's... that's got the... mm-hmm. And we've got the sports update theme right now. That's Any like... chance the big announcement theme rolls in with the Goss Lotto theme? Goss Lotto! Hey, any chance you can go with Do we win the four woodpecker? Because <laughs> the woodpecker is a... What about the wren? I'd, ra- I'd rather you tell me the Piano Man story again. <laughs> tell me that again. No, I've got one more for you. A bit of bent fabric. You bit... yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> This is good. I forgot about this. The fact that you like this really irritates me. Like, you've got more control than you think you have. I'm a, Can you shut this down? I'm a piano fan from way back, so anytime Ben Fabric gets played... Why didn't you ask the bloke in Hamilton Island? Do you know any Ben Fabric? <laughs> <laughs> That'd be covered. Uh, all right, we've got to rip through this because Jordan's waiting on the line. Um, North Melbourne sacked Aaron Thomas yesterday. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sydney beat GWS in their match sim, and Justin Tatum is continuing... At the Illawarra Hawks. Scotty and Goss on this Friday. Don't forget, still to come, Rhea Ripley and Triple H. Yeah. Yeah. We spoke to him yesterday. Yeah. You'll hear that interview after seven So cool. We've also got some tickets to give away. Can't say too much. Mm. Not too sure whether our next guest is right into the WWE. We're about to find out because a lot of people are, let me tell you. I found that out yesterday. <laughs> didn't, didn't we? It went berserk. There's a few fanboys at the West Coast Eagles who actually, between you and me, want to know which hotel they're staying at so they can go and fanboy. Well, i tell you what, if you're going to stalk people, you wouldn't stalk them. They'll kill you. <laughs> Jordan Russell, Carlton forward line coach, has been kind enough to join us after their team's match sim performance against Geelong yesterday. Uh, Jordan, 
appreciate your time. WWE, is it in your wheelhouse? <laughs> Good morning, guys. Yeah, no, I, uh, I'm a lover, not a fighter. That's what mum taught me when I was a boy, so <laughs> I steer well, well clear of that. <laughs> they were massive yesterday, and that interview is still to come. Hey, mate, tough conditions yesterday, weather-wise and windy and the like. You took on Geelong. Uh, just in summation, what was the performance like? Yeah, we uh, it was a good a good hit out in regards to keeping an eye on on Brisbane in a couple of weeks um, in terms of acclimatising to some warmer conditions, which um, was a was a positive. Um, as you said, it was really really windy windy and blustery, um, and, and Geelong came out firing. They, they played a really tough contested brand. Um, we've been working on a few things with our offence over the preseason and trying to speed up our, our ball movement where we can. And we saw some good signs. Um, probably just weren't as effective with it um, through the arcs and going inside forward 50. But we we're really pleased with a couple of the uh, the, the signs that we saw in, in that part of our game. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's always nice to get that one out of the way. Um, a couple of things we want to keep working on with our defence and contest. Be a little bit sloppy with our with our hands. Um, so you never get everything right this time of year. So it was uh, it was nice to play against a, a nice strong opposition um, yesterday. Jordan, you guys obviously finished the season or the last half of last season so well, and you were the uh, talk of the town. They were you, you've come from nowhere where everyone wanted to burn the place down once again at Carlton to the saviors of the world, but. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Every every year, a side needs to sort of find three or four new faces, don't they? You just need to insert three or four new names into your side just to keep evolving, keep keeping fresh. Do you look for those three or four this year, or do you take what you did last year and say this is the group of people that we're bringing through? Yeah, it's a, it's a great question. Um, obviously, the, the back end of the year was was really really outstanding. I, I wasn't here; I was sort of watching it um, from from a different club, but. Every, as you said, every year you, you get a really core cool group of players that you want to just roll through. Um, you want to keep sort of 15, 16 in your side for stability um, and then continue to, to look at your depth pieces. But there's always guys that come in. So, I mean, we've got Zach Williams, who's, who's missed all of 2023 mm. coming off his ACL, and, and he's right about there. Um, he'll play in the next couple of weeks um, and, and generate some of that match fitness. And, I mean, he's pretty much like a, a new recruit for us, um, which is um, a bonus for us. And then we've got Elijah Horns, who's come in as well, and, and he hasn't missed a beat um, coming over from Gold Coast. Um, he's played some midfield time and some and some forward time as well. So he'll obviously miss the first couple of weeks of the year. Um, so th- there's two guys that have shown um, that they'll help our, our group, whether that's um, from an impact straight away or, or at least um, the challenge for spots is, is really high, uh, especially in our, in our forward line, which is great. Um, we've got Jack Martin, uh, Matty Owies and, and Corey Durden, who, who both haven't or all haven't done a whole heap of our preseason, but they're about to make their returns to full training. So the the push and the the challenge for spots is um, at the minute ex- extremely high, and I think that then elevates everyone who was in the 22-23 last year um, and elevates their game as well. So you certainly don't want to rest on your laurels and, and go, well, we made a prelim last year, so that'll happen again. Uh, we're certainly coming to this season with a mentality of we've we've got to perform again. Teams change, they'll scout us maybe a little bit more than last year um, because of where we finish. So um, every year's a new challenge and, and we're looking forward to it. Jordan Russell, our guest, Carlton, a forward line coach. Uh, one of the big issues that kept on jumping off the page at Carlton last year was the goal kicking and kicking around corners. Oh, Has Harry stumped. Mackay been working on that, I'm sure he has, but are we going to see more traditional drop punt 
stuff or will it be a horses for courses, day-by-day thing for Harry and Charlie and the like? Yeah, it's, I've only been in the club for three months. I've probably been asked this question about 15 times already. <laughs> um, so I know it's a hot topic. Um, Harry is such a professional. Um, he went away in his off-season and, um, and did a couple of things with a, a biomechanist around his his movements and and what that looked like. And, and he's a he's a super pro. He's going to work on um, some things to try and simplify uh, a couple of things in his action, but also um, for him just to be super confident upstairs. So uh, he's done a lot of work, and we've done a lot of work with identifying exactly uh, what kick in what range. Um, so he's really comfortable and confident when he does take a mark. He knows exactly what shot he wants to. He's going to. Uh, he's going to make. So um, he's actually been. I know there's a couple yesterday where the, the two of them didn't um, didn't quite get it right. It was it was pretty tough conditions, um, and they want to be better than that. But I'd I'd expect to see, um, and they expect to see themselves kick a lot more accurately this year. Um, and and they've both put in a big block of work over the preseason to get that right. That's great signs, isn't it? Because in the past, it's come across, and um, you know, you probably, you know, as you said, you weren't there last year. But in the past, it looks like Harry's been reluctant to take advice on his goal kicking. But to say that he's gone off in the off season, uh, find it by I can't even say that. By, it's a by, by a mechanist. And, by a mechanist. Uh, <laughs> hey, my it's my one of those words I struggle with. My my ears pricked up when uh, Jordan said Harry met a biomechanist because. I'm worried about any footballer meeting a biomechanist because I'm just not sure they'll all be on the same page. <laughs> We're not bright enough. We sometimes <laughs> we can sometimes overthink things, and as footballers, it's not, forward, we shouldn't be doing that. I work with you. It sounds like he, you know, he's identified the fact that he has to actually fix a couple of little things, Jordan, and that's a that's a huge thing. And how wrapped are you to be in in charge of what should be possibly one of the most potent forward lines in the competition this year? Yeah, I'm, I'm extremely lucky um, to be able to get in this position. I know um, Ash Hansen's done a power of work in the last couple of years with this group. And normally when you do replace someone in their role, they're not at the footy club. So with Ash becoming the senior assistant um, and still being around, it's been great for um, us to sort of hand the keys over. But at the same time, we're working really closely together on the offense and, and the forward group. So the relationship that he's built with, with these guys um, is, isn't just ripped up. We're, we're working together, um, which I think is great for, for the um, for the whole group. Um, but, yeah, I mean, Harry's, Harry's done a, a power of work to try and get this part of his game right. He's simplified things, um, and he's really confident in what he's done, uh, which, is, which is exciting. Mate, one of the keys to your side and your success is Sam Walsh. There's no doubt about that. Is he struggling again with that back? Um, don't often have... You know, guys of his stature, or, or you know, he's pretty slight. That uh, that have serious back issues. But how's he? How's he tracking? Yeah, it's a bit of a grumbly one. Um, they're still trying to figure out exactly what's going on. But he's just got a bit of back soreness that just flares up every now and again. Um, and as you mentioned, because of the, the quality player that he is, you don't want to rush these things. Uh, we want to respect it and make sure that he's sort of ticking a few of the the pain boxes and making sure that he can run with freedom. Um, and there's no point pushing him at this time of the year um, because if, if we do make whatever it is worse, then we might lose him for a chunk of the season yeah. and that's not what we're about. So it's just a maintenance thing now around how can we get him up to, to be pain-free and that, that he can play um, pain-free and, and we can see the best version of him and that the minute is just, um, just a bit inconsistent um, and we're not prepared to risk that. Yeah, Jacob Wiedering is another one. Uh, can we get an injury update on him and also Jack Martin if you can? 
Yeah, Wheaters is coming along. He started running um, outside uh, last week, so he, he's improving quickly. It's just we've got to respect the, the severity of the, the injury. Um, I think it was reported um, earlier in the week, maybe around, around three, something like that. So I think now it's just about how quickly can he progress with that pain tolerance and, and management of the, of the injury. Um, and we'd love to have him back as, as quickly as possible. But again, like this is not the time of the year to start pushing things too quickly because we don't want to lose him for a large chunk of the year, as, as I was saying before. So he's one we just got to respect, and hopefully it comes along quicker than, than expected. Um, and Jack Martins, he should be available for some sort of um, match play in the next week or two, which is which is exciting. He, he had a really strong pre-Christmas period, and just post-Christmas has had a couple of little niggles. Um, so he's one that we want to get back as quickly as possible, um, obviously with, with how important he is to the, the shape of our forward line. But um, again, just making sure we respect him um, and get him right before before he comes back. Last one for you. Your pre-season preps continue next Wednesday night at Icon Park. You take on that rabble, Melbourne. It's all just gone horribly yeah, wrong for the well, Demons. Graceful You're going to get them at a very low point of the football club. <laughs> we shouldn't laugh. Yeah, yeah, look, oh, it's... It's hard to comment when you're when you're not not on the uh, the internal walls of, mm. of the club. Um, obviously, there's a, a few things going on. Hopefully, they can they can sort them all out. Um, but from our point of view, I think if you're looking into our opening round against Brisbane, we play Geelong, we play Melbourne. They're two really good sides to be able to match up on, especially from a, a forward line and offense point of view. With the way that they are so solid in their defense, um, so we get a really good look at, at two strong teams. Um, and how we sit and, and the things that we need to keep improving on. Um, but it's just another chance for our, our boys to create some stability, um, play together and, and be ready for two weeks' time up in Brisbane. Appreciate your chat. Uh, appreciate your time. And if you want to become a 2024 Carlton member like Adam Gilchrist, I can't believe he barracks. Well, he well, loves can, them. He does love them. Loves I them. can believe he barracks You're bordering on like annoying for Carlton. Oh, no. It's like, very, get out. Very fanboy stuff going on there. <laughs> for as little as $8 a month, visit carltonfc.com.au forward slash membership or call one three hundred double two seven five eight six to find the best package for you. Great to be back in the blues for you, Geordie. I'm sure you're looking forward to the year. I certainly am. Thanks for the chat this morning, guys. Jordan Russell from the Carlton Football Club, Scotty and Goss. Mastermind is next. Ryan from Banksia Grove nailed five out of five oh. yesterday to get his hands on the tickets to the Wildcats. Double pass to the finals. They're scarce as hen's teeth, let me tell you. But a man who's got a chance to grab them from his grasp is Mike from Palmyra. Good morning. Hey, boys, how are you? Nice to hear your voice. We love hearing you. You're one of our loyal listeners. You've chosen your topic is? The Elimination Chamber. Correct. You're not in Bali or something, are you, There's <laughs> <laughs> a little delay going on here, mate. You're not on holiday somewhere, are you? It's Pat Murray, mate. He's gone down south for holidays. Nice not to have you. Nice not to have you walking along Canning Highway. All right, here we go. Question number one. What does Triple H mean? Hunter Hurst Helmsley. Oh, say, say that again. Hunter Hurst Helmsley. Hunter Hurst Helmsley. Nice. Yeah, nice work, Mike. Good start. One. Question two. Who has eliminated the most wrestlers in Elimination Chamber history? Oh. And to my knowledge, it is the only wrestler with double figures. 
Is okay. I'll say uh, Chris Jericho. Oh, mate, our list is a, a freaks. I know they get to hand their own topics in, but it's impressive. Two. How many times has the Elimination Chamber been hosted at an outdoor venue? Oh, gee, this is going to get me on it. Um, it is being held at Optus Stadium tomorrow night, which is an outdoor venue. How many times before tomorrow... Scotty, do you have any ideas? I'd say I don't think it has been. I reckon this is a You've done some research yourself. I think this is a one-off event. I'd be... No, it's actually been done uh, in Saudi Arabia before. I'm just trying to see if there's any other one. Are you sure, Mike? Oh, jeez. <laughs> my, my answer would be none. I, I, I don't think it's been done before. I think that's what yeah. one of the big deals about Perth is. But, uh, Matt, but Mike, you uh, know more about it than I do. Um, Need an answer, Mike. You're on the clock. Yeah, Back me in, Mike. Back me in. I'd say none. Oh, good. Gee, please be right. Please be right. Please be right. <laughs> Oh, a bit worried there. Well, yeah, hey, we'll do some research on the Saudi Arabia one, but we're going with the answer I was given to me by my wrestling counterpart. And the camera's on me, so I have no sheets in front of me. I don't know anything. My, my, my very good friend Demi Bennett uh, gave me these questions to ask. Question number four. Demi Bennett is better known as who? Oh, Rhea Ripley. Question five. She sounds better as Rhea Ripley. Who won the first ever Elimination Chamber? I don't know. Sean Michaels. Oh, no. Is that right? That's five. That's five. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. What are you going to do now, mate? He's going to to Google right now. He's going to... uh, Five out of five is correct. Massive. What do you do now? No, hang on a second. We've got a bit of a problem here because we haven't had a tie break before. What are you going to do here? Come on, big guy. How much do you love the Elimination Chamber, Mike? Uh, I love it. You got tickets for tomorrow? No, I don't. Do you want to go on the floor? Tomorrow night at the Elimination Absolutely. Chamber. Absolutely. Yes, please. I've got three tickets for you, Mike. Oh. Thank you very much for that. Oh, so, Mike, you're going to go to the uh, the WWE tomorrow, Elimination Chamber. Yep. And Ryan's yep. going to the basketball. Two tickets to the basketball for us. Ah, you are a beautiful human being, gosh. You've made two people happy because normally he's going to be a loser. Not in 2024. Awesome, boys. Everyone uh, gets a prize here. Really, really appreciate that. Hey, good on you, Mike. You're, a, you're an avid listener. Thank you. Good on you, mate. We'll put you on hold and get your details, and we'll send those to you, to you, those tickets to you oh, ASAP. He sounds emotional about that, too. Let's get a breakaway. You feel good? 
I'm just. I'm, you I'm, should feel good. I'm a feel good type of guy anyway. Well, I'm, I'm much well, maligned for well, the well, wrong reasons. Well, you're not. But it does how good does it feel to make you just made two people really happy? What After up, seven o'clock, Rhea Ripley and Triple H. We interviewed them yesterday. Hope you enjoyed our chat. And I've got a big announcement to make. Oh, can you hurry up and make it, please? I want to make the announcement. Oh, we'll do it after 7.30. Oh, you. WWE Universe Australia, it is that time. It is the road to WrestleMania, and this year the road drives directly through Perth, Australia. Elimination Chamber Perth happens live this Saturday from Optus Stadium. The chamber matches are set, and I cannot tell you how excited we are to get to Perth and be headed your way. And when we get there, there'll be just one question to ask. Are Ready. Are you ready? I'm ready. Yeah. <laughs> I'm ready. That just got me going a little bit. All right. It's Friday morning, SEN WA Breakfast, Scotty and Goss, and that was the voice of Triple H, 14-time world champion, chief content officer for WWE. And when we have our guests in the studio, most of the times we'd like to cut up the audio just to keep it a little bit short. We don't let yeah. them to ramble. But when it involves Triple H, we just let him go. You say whatever you like. You can go for as long as you like. We'll cut out the news. We'll cut out ad breaks. We'll cut out any other guests. Welcome welcome to uh, welcome to Perth and welcome to SENWA Breakfast. Thank you, man. Thanks for having us here. Uh, exciting time. And Rhea Ripley in the studio, of course. Scotty, an Adelaide Crow supporter. Uh, like yeah. We've got some issues already between us. Yeah. Um, I don't like that he's sitting so close to me right now. <laughs> Raining women's world champion. I was at Port Adelaide. She thinks I'm going to steal something, steal the belt, Maybe. steal the bag. Steal I just got to tell you, I'm not pulling her off of you. <laughs> yeah, really? Yeah, yeah. How do you reckon I'd go? <laughs> yeah, not well. Really? Yeah. <laughs> right. hey, this is huge. Uh, the build-up has been enormous. Uh, the fact is that you're in our studio. Now, for the, we're a sport entertainment network, and we have lots of footballers, lots of cricketers, lots of stars from around the world, but nothing has compared to the build-up. The staff out there... They turned up today. They turned up on time, <laughs> early. They are ready. You command huge attention. must be excited. It's a little like a fish tank in here. <laughs> <laughs> watching us swim by in a circle. Is this like it is for you everywhere you go? Uh, you know, there's not many places on earth where WWE is not massive, you know, so yeah, it's kind of, um, kind of what we do. We go places and, and, uh, everybody there knows who we are and, and it's an exciting thing. And we, you know, like coming here, we bring a spectacle that's uh, like nothing else. So it's, it's hard to be denied. I want to be in the chamber. What do I have to do about that? But I want Goss in the <laughs> ring. But, but I want to be in the chamber, but I don't want the door to open. Yeah, is yeah. It, you have to do sign that. a massive waiver is what <laughs> you would have to do. Yeah. If he's in, can I be in it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Seriously, you and I, I'm telling you, I'm not joking. I'm, I'm a lot fitter than I look. Yeah? <laughs> I'm not, am you, I? you better be. <laughs> I'm not. I'm, I'm just hoping to bluff her out of it. And then, uh, anyway, great to be back in Australia for you. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's uh, super exciting. I haven't been able to compete uh, in the ring for seven years and last time I was here it was for Riot City Wrestling which is my independent promotion so to come back as a WWE superstar and it to be Elimination Chamber and as big as it is seeing how excited everyone is it's getting me real pumped up. I'm, I'm stoked. Rhea Ripley in the studio along with Triple H, 14-time uh, world champion. Has the 14. sport just continued to grow, even in your retirement, which is only recent in, in fair, fair to you, because due to health reasons, but the sport continues and the entertainment factor goes to another level every year. Are you, are you amazed by its continual growth? 
I'm 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 amazed, but I'm excited by it. You know, and it's a lot of hard work that goes into it. But um, and you know, especially from our superstars like Rhea here, the 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 amount of effort and and what they go through to to entertain fans every single week. But luckily for us, they're very excited by what we do, and when we give them a great product, they come out in droves to see it. And I think you'll see that. Uh, Tomorrow in Perth here with, with this stadium show up, the stadium's going to be on fire. No doubt about that. Now, Rhea, a, a little girl growing up in downtown Adelaide where there's not <laughs> much to do, to be honest with you. We yeah. know it's a little bit of a backward, little backwater stuff. <laughs> Now he's. All right, we're going to have some here. I'm not blowing her up. Hey, but Ria, may I make mention of when's the dream? When did you start dreaming about being this big in this huge world of WWE? Um. Well, I watched WWE when I was younger. It was funny because Triple H actually got me into WWE, watching him versus Ric Flair with the screwdriver. Uh, yeah, I was a brutal little kid. I loved it. <laughs> but so I growing think, up, this is what you wanted. This is the, this is the dream. Yeah, like I, I played every sport. Um, I played soccer for nine years. I played netball for six. I played rugby. I did karate. I did dance. I did swimming. I did absolutely everything that you could possibly do. And I really wanted a new challenge. And once I got into WWE, WWE, I was like, I love this. Like, I, I want to be able to do this, but I never knew how. So I went to Queensland on a holiday and I realized that there was independent scene in Australia. And we went and watched it. I was like, this is amazing. I need to find this in Adelaide. I need to go watch and then I want to try out when I'm old enough, sort of thing. So I found Riot City Wrestling. I watched it. And when I was 16, well, I wanted to try out at 15. That was the uh, minimum age limit, but I already had bought my soccer shoes, so mum made me do another year of soccer. <laughs> she wasn't yeah. going to waste the money, yeah. but um, I started at 16. So, When you were a little girl growing up, was there someone at primary school that you would, if you had your time over again, go, uh, you remember me? <laughs> There's a few people, <laughs> especially always... teachers. Yeah. <laughs> so netball, soccer, swimming, dancing, just can't hurt enough people in those sports, can you? No, nah, they're not brutal enough. Yeah. Even in rugby. Especially for the girls, because a lot of us had to do, like, the tag rugby back in the day, oh, and I was no. like, nah, I need to tackle someone. I need to hit I someone. have to. <laughs> hey, how hard is it, though? Because you don't just walk into WWE. You've got a, a long process to get to where you are now. Yeah. How long has it taken? Um, so I started my career in uh, 2012. That's when I started for Riot City Wrestling. So I've been I've been at it for a while now. Um, I started with WWE in 2017. I had my tryout in 2016. It took a lot to get to that point. Um, I trained whenever I could with Riot City, and I I stayed longer. I was I was there earlier than everyone. I did weights. I did everything. I just tried to make my body the machine that it is today. Um, Thankfully, WWE travelled to Australia a little bit more at that time. Um, so they came down to Melbourne for a show and they had a tryout and someone put my name forward and I got to be a part of that tryout and I stood out. So they called me back and I, I got the contract. So, Do you have bad nights at the office? Do you have bad days? Oh, well, I think we all have bad days every now and then, but um, I love what I do. I really do. So when you step in the ring, everything sort of, you just forget about everything that's going on in the world and you just do what you love, you know? I can tell you this, her, her bad days, you know, what she would think is a bad day, and this is why she's in the position that she's in and is so driven to be where she is, you know, she'll have a bad day that bothers her. She'll do something that she thinks was that good, was that not good enough. Yeah. And I can see it in her when she returns back from the <laughs> ring or whatever. But the truth is nobody else would ever know that. Right. She's that good. She's such a perfectionist that 
you know, whatever she does, everybody else in the world looks at it and goes, wow, that was amazing. And she comes back and goes, I think it could have done that better. Triple H and Rhea Ripley in the studio uh, on SEN Breakfast. Now, just... Um, uh can I call you Paul? Or sure. You go, but yeah. yeah. Uh, or What's sir. Or sir, yeah, whatever you want, sure. whatever. Uh, just to be interested to know about the whole entertainment and the whole production. It is a massive, a massive thing. The Optus Stadium is just a buzz outside, of course, on a Friday. We're seeing what's going to happen at midday today. It's for free for people on the southern side of the stadium, just out the window here of the, of the, of the uh, studio. How many people involved behind the scenes putting it all together? Oh, it's an army. Yeah, I mean, you know, within the company, there's, I don't know, somewhere somewhere close to a thousand people or more, right, that work within the company. But, you know, as you see here, if you've been inside this stadium, uh, we've been here all week loading in, building sets, building, you know, covering the grass, uh, you know, everything that needs to be done to put on this spectacle. So. While the athletes are front and center and they get to stand in that ring and, and hear, um, you know, what will be close to 50,000 people going crazy, there's hundreds <laughs> of people behind that that are, that are making this possible for everybody. And they're, you know, the unsung heroes of making this take place. So the people that are here, even even including local crews. Now, we've, we've got some genuine WWE nuffies in our, oh. in our midst, right? who are out there who just want to get a piece of the action here today. We are a little bit more removed. We're a little bit more straight up, you know, footy, cricket, basketball type of guys. Mm-hmm. Can you explain the elimination uh, set up in regards to what's going to happen on Saturday and what this means to everybody in regards to what takes place? What are they going to see? Not for the people who know, but for the people who are thinking, what are they talking about? Yeah, so Elimination Chamber, there, there's a couple of things that, as we say, we're heading on the road to WrestleMania. Re- WrestleMania is our biggest event, right? That's our Super Bowl. Super Bowl. Or, yeah. Um, so to earn a place in a title shot in a main event at WrestleMania, um, you either win the Rumble, uh, Royal Rumble, which is a, a competition where another competitor comes in um, every so many seconds. Um, there's 30 people within it. They get thrown over the top rope. Last person standing wins. Wow. Um, elimination Chamber is the other way to get in. So there's two championships, both for women and for men. And the Elimination Chamber is how you can get in past winning the Rumble. So there'll be six competitors. Two will start. Four will be in pods inside of a of a cage. Um, every so many minutes, another person will come out of a pod. The last person standing, and this is pinfall or submission, last person standing wins that title shot and goes to a, a championship match at WrestleMania. So who picks the order of who comes out of the pod, though? Because you'd imagine you want to come in late when you're fresh. You, you want to come in. Yeah, that's what you're hoping, right? It's randomized. So you're finding out who starts. And then when your pod opens is when you come out. You're hoping you're last, mm-hmm. but you might not be. It's like Goslotto. The numbers just come out. They just, they just come <laughs> the out. There's the no rhyme or reason. Yeah, but someone wins that. <laughs> one got lot, however. Becky Lynch, Bianca Belair, Liv Morgan, Naomi, Tiffany Stratton, and uh, Raquel Rodriguez. Sounds like a, a, some modelling course. They're there, but they're brutal. They are fighting to take on yourself or uh, Nia Jax. Is that how I've read this play? Yes. Whoever comes out of uh, my match as champion, it's going to be Mommy, of course. But whoever is the winner and the champion at the time, they get to challenge them at WrestleMania. Well, Nia Jax, she's born in Australia, but she's turned her back on us. You know, she says she was born in Australia, but she's not a proper Australian. Yeah. You know? Turned her back. Well, I'm a proper, proper Australian. Yeah, yeah good point. She yeah. didn't grow up here. I did. 
This is my country. No, I'm with you. I'm exactly. back on board. I'm yeah, there we go. Board. We can agree we with can something. On that. We don't I'm going like to go out and say that there's going to be a stadium full of people that know who the Australian is. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. She's with me right now. Yeah, let's have this discussion. Now, Now I don't know. You, I'm pretty big on social media. <gasps> just, just so you know. I can hear everyone laughing outside the studio, by the way. <laughs> it's not soundproof, this thing. <laughs> I've that got 164... TikTok followers. Oh, my God. We're waiting for the 160,000. Yeah, I was. I've got 1,797 Instagram followers. You've got uh, three How big of a team do you have to manage that? Oh, hey, hey, mate, keep your funny stuff to me, mate. He doesn't work in a Your your wrestling days are over. Be careful of the old fella. Oh, no. I don't want to get all uh, 140 people mad at me. Yeah, they can turn on you. 3.4 million Instagram, 2.6 on TikTok. I'm only new to TikTok, but I've slayed the people who are following me. (laughs) It is massive. How do you deal with that focus and that notoriety? The little girl from Adelaide. Well, not so little, but the, the... the little lass from Adelaide <laughs> who did dance. Um, How big? I don't know. I just I just post what I want to post. I don't really pay too much attention to it. I feel social media is such a massive platform for what we do, so obviously we want to capitalise on that and use it as much as we can to the best of our abilities. But at the same time, it's such a poisonous thing. So I don't really read into it too much just because I don't want to see all the negative, but there is so much pod- positive that comes from it too. Like, Do you get hate on your socials? Oh, dude, all the time. Oh, no. Look at me. Mommy gets hate from everyone, but that's why mommy's always on top. So. <laughs> <laughs> People don't hate you. You're not living up to your yeah, capabilities. Exactly. It's when they're not. Yeah. It's when they're not talking to you or saying yeah, anything. That's exactly. when you're in trouble. Absolutely. Indifference is death. Yeah. Are you your finisher, the Riptide? Yeah. How did you come up with that. And can you show it on Goss? <laughs> he doesn't want that. Look he at him. Does. He's scared. Look at him in his little... Show him the riptide. He's got a problem with my shirt. Yeah, it's... The Snoopy shirt. Yeah, yeah, yeah cool. He's a grown man. <laughs> what do you reckon, Triple H? That's like coming it? from the port player. I, I feel like that'll be good to collect the <laughs> dust of what's left of you if she hits you with the riptide. <laughs> collect it. Show him the riptide. <laughs> I don't want any riptide. Um, what's your expectations Saturday night? It's obviously to win. Yeah. I mean, that's my expectation. Are you so, in form? Sorry? Are you in form? In form? Yeah. Are you, are you, are you wrestling well? Of course. Mommy's always ready. It doesn't matter who is standing across from me in that ring, whether it is any of the women that come out of the elimination chamber unscathed or Nia Jax. I don't care. Mommy's always on top. I'm the champion for a reason. This is my division. I run this division. I run Monday Night Raw. I run WWE. And that's a fact. Judgment Day, we've taken over. And mommy's on top. Okay, it's just a question. Well, you um, That's what you get. Seriously, riptide him, riptide him. Triple H, what's the expectation of of in the on the men's side? What's your expectation Saturday night? What are we going to see? Who's going to who could jump off the page for someone who might be able to cause a bit of an upset? Oh man, you know it's it's really there's the, the star power in this one is on the men's side, especially, well, on both sides, but the, the, in the men's, it's hard to really call. You have Bobby Lashley in there, former world champion. You have Randy Orton in there, former mm-hmm. world champion. You know, Drew McIntyre, former world champion. Kevin Owens, former world champion. I mean, the the, the people that are in that chamber, it's, it's a who's who. So, I mean, it could go in any direction. There's a lot of momentum on people's sides right now, and that goes a lot into this as to where they're going to go. So, 
you know, it really could be anybody. For someone who's been as good as you and you're absolutely doyen of the of the oh. industry in sport, do you get frustrated sitting there watching going, I wouldn't have done that, I would have done that, I would have done that? That's his I would weak smash point. smash these pussies. No, I... <laughs> no, most times now I sit there thinking, thank God I'm not in there anymore. I don't want to get hit like that, you know. It, the, the, the business evolves so much, and I look back at my, at my career and um, the, the people that were doing it at the time when I was, and I look at what they're doing now, and I think, like, I'm, I'm glad I'm, I'm not doing it anymore. It, it just evolves. It gets to a place where, you know, no, no different than any other sport. You, it's, it's wonderful in the area you're in, uh, the era that you're in, but then, you know, 10 years later, 20 years later, it's gone so far beyond that that you really can't make the comparison. It's it's tough to do. You were a part of it though when it when it exploded when it went absolutely yeah. bad and 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 really mentioned Ric Flair but the Undertaker the Rock you fight the Rock yeah oh, all the time Stone Cold Steve Austin like yeah, you were a part the of the iconic names which one if you could have a crack at right now would you go back and say let's just go one more time well you know it's tough to say because the, there were so many talented guys at that time and we didn't get it it was blowing up and it was massive and it was but it was just the next day right and you were so excited when I look back at that time to think like every single night I was either in the ring with The Rock or I was in the ring with Shawn Michaels or I was in the ring with Stone Cold or I was in the ring with Taker you know it, it was a who's who of the best of all time in the business in that moment it was a magical time so to say who would I want to go back and go with one more time any of them you know like hey Ray, just a quick question for you too mm-hmm. If if you had a chance to go and ask, I like the way you look at him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> With disgust. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, if I want a woman to look at me like that, I can just go home. <laughs> oh, talk to me why. Huh? Hey, if you had a choice now to go back to, to your parents and say, hey. I'm going to be a WWE champion or I'm going to go for Port Adelaide, which one would they be more horrified about? Well, it's funny because my family's sort of split, so half are Port supporters oh, and half are Crows. So half of them have got a clue. Uh, yeah, uh, the, the Crows side does. How, how did your parents handle when you say, this is what my career path's going to be, this is what I'm going to do? Um, at first they were like, not for it because it was different and they didn't want to see their little girl get hurt sort of thing and and they saw how like dedicated I was to it at the time so like they really wanted me to make the right decision for me and go to school and you know pay attention and get a job and and all that stuff that obviously they they want the best for me but once they saw me compete in my first match they were doing just like, the hurting yeah they were hooked they they're always very supportive of whatever I want to do it just might take a little bit because obviously like I said they want the best yeah. but once they saw how excited I was and and love that I had in my eyes for it they were there to support me every minute of the way and I mean, they drove me to training every single night, so they had to support me. Um, and then once I made it to WWE, it it's just grown. It really has. Like, seeing my dad cry. I've never seen my dad cry before, but, like, seeing him cry happy tears of how proud he is of me, it's it's really wonderful. Beautiful. Yeah. I, I saw them last night in the, in the, yeah. at, in the hotel, and uh, they're just beaming. You know, it's, it's, a, it's awesome to see, you know, somebody that when their support system comes to see them, like just how... 
they can barely contain themselves how proud they are and it's awesome. It is going to be incredible here Saturday night. Uh, we've had Triple H and Rhea Ripley in the studio. Can't thank you enough. I know you've been on an absolute uh, crazy bender with all the media since you've arrived here. You've been absolutely giving of your time. Uh, fantastic. You're a legend of the, of the entertainment industry, the sports industry. Uh, Rhea, we're incredibly proud of what you've achieved. Thanks for coming thank in you. and uh, we cannot wait to see what yeah. takes place over the next couple of days. Oh, let's go, oh, yes. you and I. Let's go. <laughs> you don't want that. Step outside. <laughs> <laughs> Scotty Egos, we've been lucky enough to have in the studio. WWE superstar, 14-time world champion, chief content officer, and Triple H, of course, and Legend. Rhea Ripley, reigning women's world champion, who's just going to okay. smash the opposition to smithereens. This is Scotty Egos. Come on, just hit me with it, for goodness sake. So this is, uh, I've worked very hard on this. You have. Oh, yeah, over a period of time. Well, you know, it's, uh, I'm the well, brain's trust behind this whole shooting match. Okay. <laughs> Yourself, Chris, Lois, uh, and ev- all of our SEN breakfast families. I'd like to announce this morning. Are you ready? Oh. What? Hang on. Now, what is it? We're going to Monday's. When what? Sorry. Monday, Monday. What do you mean? Can't trust that day. Is Mon- tell me Mondays is a restaurant, and we go for lunch. Are we? No, no, I'm serious. What do you mean? When? From March 11, SENWA breakfast will be five days a week, Monday through Friday. Monday okay. to Friday, SENWA breakfast okay. with the team in place, the local team. Monday morning footy chat will be huge. Fridays will absolutely preview games to their death. <laughs> okay. Listen. You happy about that, boys? Happy? Yeah, you know, you know we're going to hear you through the booth, so if you're happy... Um, look, I, I think that is the absolutely correct decision for Thank this you. show. Thank you. A uh, little heads up would have been okay. Um, I didn't so need what, any uh, negative. So what are we having? Are we having Wednesdays off? We're having no days off. Monday to Friday, we're in, mate. Six to eight, we're we're doing it, baby. I'm going to have to make some adjustments to my weekend. Lisa in Allenbrook is there. Lisa, good morning. Hmm. Morning, Goss. Morning, Scotty. Oh, this is the greatest news ever. <laughs> this is sensational. Really? Oh, the, my, oh, it's just made my day, guys. I can listen to you from Monday to Friday, and I can listen to um, Dust from Monday to Wednesday. It's just absolute perla. Absolute perla. Thanks, guys. Good on you, Lisa. How do you Thank feel you. about coming in on a Monday, Lisa, <laughs> doing a couple of hours? <laughs> Good on you, Lisa. Nice work by you. So March 11, just to clarify, March 11, two weeks. Monday to Friday, 6 to 8, we are going five days. We're back, baby. We're back. <laughs> Some serious adjustments need to be made. Michael Walters this is the Fremantle Football Club. Dockers take on the West Coast Eagles. Match Sim pre-season clash tomorrow. MRP, I think it's sold out. 
to my knowledge. Uh, you'll be able to see it online somewhere. Gates open, 3.45 for a 4.45 bounce down. Michael Walters from the Fremantle Football Club has been kind to join us. Uh, Sun Sun, appreciate your time. Good morning. No worries. Good morning. Thanks for having me. Uh, another pre-season's uh, over, mate. It's basically over, legend. It's now all about playing footy against Oppo. You must be excited. Yeah, yeah, really excited. Obviously, um, you know, coming in over pre-season, the boys did all the hard work uh, throughout the off-season, but then to maintain that and bring that through the pre-season is uh, quite exciting, and the boys came back fit, um, and, we're, and we're all fighting for you at the moment, so it's... Uh, so it's good. We're all looking good. Looking forward for the season. Hey, brother, you're not getting any younger. Um, this is about your 29th. <laughs> this is your 29th preseason. By the by, the feel of it all, do you get any love at all? Like a little bit of compensation for the old legs, or from what we're hearing, mate, it's been just one intense, uh, you know, fiery preseason for them boys. Yeah, it has been intense. It has been pretty fiery. Um, you know, I've been pretty lucky. I've, I've had um, I've had strong conversations with the fitness coaches and. And also um, the senior coaching JL um, over over throughout my whole preseason, and um, you know, yeah, I've been quite lucky that I that I came through here without without any injuries this year, and um, and they've and they have looked after me. But at the same time, I've been I've been wanting to get out there and train with the boys too, and go through all the hard stuff as well. Because like I said, I'm not getting any younger, and um, the amount of training is going to um, set me up uh, for this season coming. So I wanted to do the majority of it. I was lucky enough to get through the majority of it. But they do look after me, which is good. I tell you, I had strong conversations with the fitness and coach as well during preseason. Never really went in my favour though. <laughs> Yeah, that's what happens. You got to build that rapport, mate. You got to build that rapport. <laughs> Never liked them. Hey, Suntan, seven games uh, in you pass Sean McManus's most games played for Fremantle. So you're two twenty two at the moment. He's two twenty eight. Then you've got uh, uh, Shane Parker, Luke McFarlane, Michael Johnson. We'll get to those later. But passing Shawnee Mack and moving him down any list is always a great moment <laughs> for anybody. <laughs> yeah, well, to be honest, to be honest, I haven't, I haven't really thought about that. Um, I actually didn't even know I was on two hundred and twenty two games. I knew I was in 200, obviously, but um, yeah. Look, obviously, Sean McManus is um, is one of the uh, one of the guys that set this club up. He's uh, he's one of the guys that everyone remembers, especially here at the Fremantle Footy Club. Um, we know what he's done for the football club, and and he's a and he's a great friend of mine. And you know, you know it, it's not an honour, but it's something that you know, I'm quite um, quite proud of. Obviously, I've had some um, some tough times throughout my career, and. For me to get up there and just play as many games as I can is um is just a is just a credit for myself yep. um, and my family. So yeah. um, to do that is great. Yeah, you've been remarkable, mate. You you actually yeah. a wonderful mentor for a lot of young men to come through. That sort of if you just don't quite have that commitment and you go back to the basics and then you focus again, you can reap the benefits and you've done same. May I ask you in regards to the practice match? A lot's been said. I didn't see it, but there were reporters down there reporting on it. It got a little willing, a little bit of biffo. Now, was it all a bit huff and puff, or was it genuinely physical? The intra club between you know some players who sort of took to each other. Just give us your perspective. Yeah, well, I mean, I mean it was a little bit of a biffo. Um, it was um, it was genuine, but uh, but at the same time, that's what we enjoy. We enjoy that. We know what Jordan Clark brings because him and Matt Tabner um, sort of went at it, and um, obviously, you know, leading into the season, that that type of stuff does get pretty fiery, especially throughout practice games. Everyone's trying to. Um, stand their mark on um, on round one, but then also at the same time, we want to make sure that we go into the season fully committed, uh, committed to the cause and, and what we want to do. So 
Uh, footy does get fiery. Um, you do get fiery against teammates, but as soon as you uh, cross back over that white line, um, we're definitely mates and we definitely look after each other. So it's uh, it's definitely good to see players going at each other because you know that you know when it does come to crunch time and it, and the game's on the line, we know that. We know that those guys are going to stand up for each other. Is that, is that a little reflection, mate, on how competitive it is going to be for spots, giving yourselves a, a fit list? I mean, I look at your forward line, and it's hard to squeeze. You know, it was 10 of them. You can't squeeze 10 into six yeah. spots. It's going to be um, super competitive. Is that sort of reaction in, a, in an intra-club sort of reflection of that? Yeah, I guess so. Um, you, know, you know, the heat does get pretty pretty strong when um, when it does come to crunch time in round one and stuff like that. So everyone's trying to, like I said, um, make their mark for round one. But um, you know, you know, it is hard to it is hard to uh, fit those boys into the team, especially when we've got such a such a strong depth now, which is something that we haven't had in previous years due to injury and stuff like that. So it's um it's healthy signs for the football club. It's healthy signs for the players that, you know, if someone does you know, touch wood gets injured or whatever. There's there's going to be another player that's that's able to step in and and fill that void, play that role, and um, and hopefully get the team over the line. So it is healthy signs, um, and it's good to see that the boys are competitive. 222 gamer Michael Walters with us uh, from the Fremantle Football Club at the season opening. Simon Garlic said the next decade next decade will be one to remember. You'll be 43 in a decade. <laughs> <laughs> Still, you'll be on game 322. <laughs> Well, boys, well, well, boys, I, you know, you know, I've been told don't, don't, don't ever put a put a birth certificate on your uh, on your age. So uh, um, I'm, I'm going to let the club know that. But if I can, uh, if I can keep playing um, my role for the team, I'm going to, I'm going to continue on. That's for sure, yeah. mate. That's the thing. So you never know. Well, that's the thing we love, Sonny, Watching you play is that you know it, it hasn't it hasn't waned whatsoever. Your intensity at the footy, your 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 intent on jumping at the contest when you have to go, you go when you have to go, you you stay down when you have to stay down. But your intensity on game day hasn't waned whatsoever, mate. I think that's one of the reasons why we all love you so much and why you're so loved and respected by your fans and your teammates. Yeah, well, that's my thing, and you know, you know, if you, you know, I enjoy footy and especially in the back end of my career, you know, something that I wanted to do my whole life was play football and. To be at the highest level, I don't take it for granted, and I try and do my best for the team. And you know, you know, once you declare yourself fit to play, you play regardless of injury or what age you are. And that's something over the last couple of years that I've that I really enjoyed. I've, I really enjoyed that competitiveness. I've really enjoyed showing leadership um, on the ground and off the field whenever I can with the younger players. And you know, I just want to show people out there that you know, you know regardless of what happens throughout your career, whether whether it's injury or or, or you're struggling, um, then you can always get back if you put the hard work in and um, and you can make some of yourself. So so that's something that I've been wanting to do over the last couple of years and especially at the back end of my career because there are some there are some young kids that are that think they can't do it, but um, you know, you know, I'm a prime example that you can. One hundred percent. One bloke who hasn't been able to get up anymore, and uh, you know, and injury, and for whatever reason, uh, his career is over. Is your good mate Nick Nat, of course. Um, have you yep. dropped him now that he's no longer an AFL star? And if you yep. walk down the street tomorrow, no one would know who he is. <laughs> Drop him off. All right. Have you dropped him off now? You know, washed up type of footballer. And do you think he's put on the kegs since he uh, oh, since he hung up the boots? Come on, Nico. Put it on. Yeah, well, I think he, I think he's a good chance to put on the keg. Um, <laughs> no doubt he's probably going to enjoy a few 
a fair few beers, um, especially when you don't have to do uh, skin fold testing and stuff like that. So, um, look, look, I haven't had a chance. He's just um, he's just had another baby as well, so he's a so he's a busy man now. He's a stay-at-home dad um, now that he's retired, and um, there's no doubt I'll catch up with him in due course. Um, we always have that um, that connection, um, regardless of how how long we stay away from each other. But but I speak to him a fair bit over the phone, which is good. So. Um, all the best to him. He's had a he's had an unreal career, and um, it's good to see him finally sit back and relax. Um, I'm not sure if he can still walk around the streets, but I don't think he'll do that for the for the coming years. I guess. Nah, you know it, mate. He's a stay-at-home dad now. He's not going anywhere. He, he's he's locked inside. Hey, uh, speaking of well, older blokes and blokes who haven't been able to get on the park much. All the talk is that uh, Nat Fife is on fire. He's got through a great preseason. We've heard that before. How confident are you that he's going to get you know more than seven and nine games which he's played the last two years oh mate you know from what I've seen over this preseason um is back to the back to the old Nat Fife he's um he's flying for everything he's uh he's that in and under bull he's back in the midfield doing his thing so um and and beyond that his leadership is well and truly up there um obviously he's not a captain no more but he's but he's shown that leadership he's um He's, uh, he's definitely shown that grunt in the midfield. So it's good to have him back. Good to see him in full flight. Um, and let's just hope that he can keep it going for the rest of the year. And what do you... Uh, do you go all guns blazing? Are you playing against... Uh, are you in the team to play against West Coast tomorrow? Surely not. Um, well, I hope so. Um, we find out today. We've got our captain's run today. So okay. um, we'll definitely find out the final teams in the final team meeting. And, um, and we'll see how we go. Do you go flat chat if you do play? So. Do, you go fl- do you go absolutely flat chat? Uh, look, look. You you do try and do whatever you can. I mean, if the ball's in your vicinity, you don't you you can't help yourself. Especially me, I can't help myself. But trying to <laughs> trying to get the ball off my body around. So, um, yeah, there's no doubt we'll definitely play our our brand of footy. We'll be working on what we need to work on, um, things that we worked on over this preseason to implement into into round one and the rest of the year. So um, we'll be we will be playing our brand of footy. Um, West Coast, I'm, I'm assuming, would do the same. So um, there's no doubt it's going to be a fiery clash and hopefully there's a, there's a good crowd there watching. Mate, listen, there's some, there's some real hope around at West Coast at the moment. They're enthusiastic. They're looking forward to being better than they have been. I, I'm worried that you guys might really stuff that up tomorrow. Can you just go a little easy, please? Because we, you know, we just need them to be confident at least till about round 10. Oh look, look! There's no doubt that they're going to be confident. Everyone, every team's confident um, at this at this stage of the year. Everyone puts in the hard the hard yards over preseason, gets bigger, gets stronger, um, and there's a sense of growth throughout every player throughout the competition. So, um, look, I really hope the West Coast, are, you know, um, are up there this year. Um, they do have a they do have a young list, a quality list. Um, let's just let's just hope that they can implement that same as us um, this year and uh, and 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 hope they have a great start. That's bullshit. You, that's rubbish. <laughs> you, you do not he's, care that they have He's too professional, mate. You're very good, though. We're you're, not going to get him. That's very nice of you, Michael. <laughs> you're such a nice oh, bloke. Thank you, boys. <laughs> hey, thanks for the chat, Legend. Get through the season. We look forward to chatting again. Thanks for joining yeah. SCNWA Breakfast. No worries. Thanks for having me, guys. <laughs> he's a Thank good fellow, Sonny Walters. Nah, he's the best, mate. He is a beauty. It is a great story all around. Bounce down tomorrow at MRP. We'll take a break. Just uh, announcement. Announcement, please. Just really quickly. Just in there.
For those just tuned in, yes, we're going back to Monday. So Craig from Gozzy's Golf Club, Dave, who says it's the biggest announcement, the best day of his life, even better than his uh, two <laughs> boys being born. Uh, Noddy from Melbourne. And Noddy's over there in Melbourne. He's happy. I tell you what, all these messages that have come through with the excitement about that, it's got me up and about. It's got me up about. I'm going to change my Sundays. I'm going to be home by... 9pm when the pub shut, and I will be ready to go on a Monday morning. We're back Mondays, March 11, Monday to Friday. SENWA Breakfast live from the WA Toolkit Depot studio. That's two hours done and dusted. Here are the best bits. If I haven't converted you to Venetians yet, just listen to this. Indulgent white chop covering a delicious melt-in-your-mouth biscuit baked with real currants, a sophisticated classic. I am SEN. How much do you love the Elimination Chamber, Mike? I love it. You got tickets for tomorrow? No, I don't. Do you want to go on the floor tomorrow night? Yes, please. I've got three tickets for you, Mike. Oh, thank you very much for that. I've got 1,797 Instagram followers. You've got uh, three... How big of a team do you have to manage that? Oh, hey, hey, mate, keep the funny stuff to me, mate. He doesn't work in Your your wrestling days are over. Be careful of the old fella. Oh, no. I don't want to get all uh, 140 people mad at me. (laughs) Yeah, I'll make a turn on you. (laughs)